actually start playing you games? Might, I mean, like, I guess you could be our straight man in this. You're the straight <laughs> I guess that would be your... man. <laughs> well, I'm a straight man. It doesn't mean I'm the straight man. Comedy is difficult. Look at these ditto plushes. Tenth of March, twenty sixteen. And this is the podcast. We're going to be talking about Nintendo's latest Nintendo Direct announcement today. And I'm joined by both Spoon and Maloney. And that's that's an introduction. I'm the greatest. Thank you. Does that sound good? Does everybody yep. think that's an introduction? You introduced that's, us. That's an introduction. Hooray! I am the greatest. I will take all of the fame and the glory for doing an introduction. Yes. Okay. So now that we've figured out... can get along with carrying this whole show. Yes, exactly. Great. (laughs) Fabulous. Now that we've realized that there are, in fact, geographical differences in the Nintendo Direct presentation, I suppose there'll have to be a bit of a rundown on some of the disparities between our North American interpretation, the one that I got to watch, and the Australian-slash-British announcement version, which is the one you got, I'm assuming? It's European. It says right there that it's the European version. I didn't... I didn't... I'm sorry that I did not actually investigate it in depth. I was too busy having the... It's in the title! Is it? I, I definitely right closed there. the window after I right saw that the timestamp didn't match up. Uh, I'm sorry, Australia still doesn't matter. Your point? Australia didn't even get your own. You just got European. You're not even in Europe. (laughs) Excuse me for thinking that it was something for Australia. Maybe they got confused with Austria. Are you sure you weren't looking at the Austrian version? (laughs) They don't. Austria's in Europe. That's what I'm saying. Are you sure you weren't looking at the Austrian version? (laughs) Well, given that it's in Europe, I was. I clearly was. In the same way that I was also looking at the Lithuanian version. Yeah, so what I'm the saying Belgian is you didn't version. look at the Australian version. <laughs> so there could still be an Australian version out there that you did not watch. Theoretically, yes. There Except could, no one's going to make it. Australian version. Technically, I guess the Japanese original one would have been yours. Because geographically, you are the closest to Japan. Yeah, but that would assume everyone in Australia speaks, speaks Japanese, Japanese, not Australia. Regionally, we're covered under European releases. Except for, oh yeah, PAL, I guess. PAL and, uh, yeah, and TSC. But in terms of release calendars, things will come out in Europe and then never come out in Australia. Mm, not really. Um, Let me think. I don't. I don't want to go over release calendars and what release. Actually, now it's really enticing, no. Yeah. right? No, it's super good. I'm just trying to remind myself about why I don't want to live in Australia, and I was trying to think of video game reasons. Well, they're much more expensive in Australia. They are more expensive, yes. Well, there. I got something excellent. I feel slightly vindicated. Moving on. So, the main like their 
their header, their essentially their lead in, which was the same on both uh, announcements, both versions, essentially probably in the Japanese version as well. Neither of us watched it. Nobody watched it, right? Because I didn't. And would you? What no. would you say if I said I watched it in Japanese? I would say that you're a filthy, filthy liar. Are we gonna? Are we gonna continue? No. <laughs> okay. They started with Star right. Fox. That's so let's let's actually just backtrack a minute. So we're going to be talking about Nintendo Direct, which for people who don't know what that is, it's a presentation Nintendo does talking about all their upcoming games. It does and it the directly first game to the on the list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like so the Apple's first like, game. Hey, here's a new iPhone. Kind of, except that's open to the press and everyone just sort of watches it. Yeah, so it's it's just a it's just a live streaming event Nintendo does to announce some upcoming games they have for the next uh, few months or what have you. And in this particular uh, presentation, they announced a bunch of new games and some updates to some other games. So we're just going to talk about those. The first game we're going to talk about is oh, does it mean yes, Fox. you Star Fox, Star, Star Fox. Fox, okay. So, Star Fox. So, two games were announced in the Star Fox series, Star Fox Zero and Star Fox Guard. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to talk about Zero first? Well, Zero is the actual main game. Guard is part of Star Fox Zero. It's an additional... It's a separate release. So, is it the same game mechanic? It's a... Garden. Star Fox Guard comes with Star Fox Zero. They bundle it in a special... um, software pack you can get both but Star Fox Guard is its own downloadable title. Yes. Okay, yes, that's there we go. It's okay. it's its own separate game, but they are bundling it as part of a special first printing release. Okay, there we go. Clarified. So is it so it's a Wii game, I'm assuming. Wii U, Wii U game. Yes. Um is it the same mechanic of just the standard yes, Star Fox ship? Zero is you are spaceship or perhaps you are the What's the name of the tank? The tank that rolls around. Anyways, you are either the tank or the R-wing. It's yeah. It's actually they've gone back to Landmaster. Um, like a uh, yeah, I think it was Landmaster. Uh, they've gone back to Master a Land. Star Fox sixty-four sort of model. It's it's a lot more like that, where it's pure action rather than some of the other Star Fox games where they start putting in that RPG stuff and whatnot. Yeah, the tactical sort of thing. It's yeah. No, so it it's is. it's straight up. Star Fox now. It is stars and foxes. And totes. Action arcade shooter. Pew laser ship. Yes. Branching path, sort of mission to mission, system to system, end game mode, etc. It is that is what it is. That is what Star Fox Zero is. It is a harken back to the glory days of Star Fox. The ones that yes. were good and not Star Fox Adventures. Rare, come on. Are you still gonna have being shot at? Save me. Oh, Slippy? Oh, almost certainly, yeah. I'm so certain. Gee, guess I should be thankful. Slippy is bad. You, Falco. Fucking Falco. Then, uh. Slippy, Falco, Peppy. Yeah. So they've, they've brought back things like multiple routes you can take through each level. Yes. Uh, which will also give you different bosses you can fight, depending on which route you take. 
Correct. Just, and then yeah. those open up uh, different planets in the overworld map, which give you different levels. So it, it is like a lot of the Star Fox 64 stuff just expanded on. Yep, which is same as the Star Fox SNES. Essentially, yes, it's a progression of that spirit of games, which were the good, the best Star Fox games, which is nice. Yay. Also, the aesthetic is very much from the 64 and the SNES era. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks really good so far. I did. I've never gotten a chance to play it. I know that at certain, well, at previous packs, they've had the game available to check out, mm. and it looks like it controls similarly and plays similarly. Obviously, with a uh, uh, facelift of sorts, it's more graphically appealing because it's new hardware. But the story and what have you haven't exactly been expanded upon. Presumably Star Wolf will show up with his cronies and Andros uh, will Star, feature. Star Wolf is back and Andros is your main villain. Yeah, so essentially it is the standard Star Fox game. But for Wii U. But for Wii U. Yep. There you go. To Which I mean to is, hammer that point home. I mean that's yeah. kind of exactly what you want. That's that's the Star Fox that's, experience you want. Well, yeah, that's all that was ever really supposed to be good. Well, that's all that was ever good about it. Mm. So what's Star Fox Guard? Star Fox so Guard. Star Fox Guard is a uh, downloadable title they're releasing uh, alongside it. And it's basically a tower defense game. I love tower defense games. Uh, you design a maze. You're, you're basically building death mazes for monsters to come through. The story, if you care about it and you're a bad person if you do, is that uh, Slippy's Uncle Grippy <laughs> okay, is I've, mining rare metals. I've, already, uh, but, I've lost interest already. Yeah. You said yeah. Slippy's Uncle. Oh, yeah. Slippy's Uncle Grippy is mining rare metals, and he needs Slippy to design him some defenses because monsters keep stealing his rare metals. Why would you trust Slippy? I, I don't I have a don't problem with know. Slippy's Uncle. I just don't. Probably because if you're... Name is Grippy, and you're the uncle of someone you like You don't Slippy. have a firm Grippy on you're, reality. Yeah, you've met, Oh, no. Caroline, you're there. Can you just reach over and just smack? Actually, Devin? Devin's a little Sharp. outside my arm reach, and I'm too lazy to really. Ha I am. I'm uh, That's a pity. <laughs> Lol. Only Devin's take. safe for now. Yay. For now. Which is regrettable. But moving on, uh, you've got. Yeah, you've basically got a course that you run them through. Uh, you place cameras through the course with defenses attached to them. And from the video I saw, it looks like you use your Wii U controller to... It's got, like, a map of your course, and you switch between viewpoints with that, and then you use your defenses to shoot at the enemies and stuff. You can also... Uh, upload your own challenge maps and download other people's, so you place uh, monsters through the course, and then people have to fight off your monster waves. I'm assuming you're going to have to pay for this, because like, I like tower defense games, but I don't see the point of ever paying for one. Yeah, this, is a, this isn't a free-to-play one. Yeah. Uh, they are bundling it with uh, Star Fox Zero in a like collector's edition pack. Yeah, but how much... Steelbook as well. How much are they charging for Star Fox Zero? Uh, they didn't announce prices on the video I saw. But I know Unless they've been... Saw something. I feel like Nintendo's been pricing upwards from what they used to price. I don't know, it's just me. Devin, do you have an opinion? In terms of what, paying for a download, of, like paying 
for a tower defense game? No, just pain in general. I feel like Nintendo's has, like, I remember, like, with the last Fire Emblem release, it was a way more than previous um, releases were for a DS game. And I don't know if they're just pricing upwards of where they used to price. Uh, I wouldn't know. What do you mean? Like, how much the game's going to cost? Yeah, like, they charged a lot more for Fire Emblem than they have for our previous games. Oh, yeah, our price point has moved up significantly. I mean, I just paid $130 for the gold edition of the division, and the actual regular edition is $100. That's because of our currency. I have no idea what... I mean, all of the... Do you also get the season pass with that gold thing, though? Yes. Yeah, see, that's that. That'd be it. Yes, I know. I know why it's thirty hundred. It's thirty dollars more than the one hundred dollars standard edition. I'm just saying that it is not that much in U.S. dollars by far, because our dollar has fallen so far. So that's true. I didn't even think about the fact that our dollar. Yes, because video games have become prohibitively more expensive for us because of our weakening dollar. It's almost on par with the Australian dollar, but the Australian dollar is still slightly worse. Yes. It usually is. Well, there we go, at least. At least we're not the worst. The worst. Anyway, yeah, so I would never pay for a tower defense game, is what I was going to go for that. Because you can play one for free, and it's probably just as satisfying, and you don't have any Slippy involved. Poor Slippy. I mean, you're not wrong, but... (laughs) Poor Slippy. Fair enough. I... I mean... I. It's cute. I like the little promotional art yeah. they have. It's actually pretty cute art until you remember it's Slippy. Why are you so mean to the because, poor code? Because uh, well, Star yeah. Fox 64. Slippy sucks. Like, like hmm. okay, yeah. I just, you know, he's he got his legs chopped off just like the rest of them. Okay, to be a to be a fighter pilot in space. Look, just because someone tried hard, it doesn't mean that they did a good job. I feel like this applies to me. <laughs> I think you're projecting maybe that's a little why, bit. Maybe that's why I feel the need to stick up for Slippy. Maybe you should <laughs> project yourself onto Slippy. I'm like, not. Yeah. I just think it's You're not, more valuable a person. But that's not... I didn't... I wasn't... I'm trying to... That's I, also not saying much considering how low a bar Slippy sets. Hashtag fuck Slippy. Ugh... This is a podcast with strong opinions on things. Apparently. Yeah. We we aren't afraid to tackle the big issues, to tell it like it is. Yep, you're taking a really avant-garde stance here. Just You're just, you know, teaching the controversy. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's ever disliked the fan-favorite character <laughs> Slippy before. Yeah, and frankly, I think that's gone on long enough. Like, Slippy... Slippy's had it too good for too long, and it's about time that somebody called them on it. Well, all right then. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we did that. Then I'm glad we broke new ground. Yeah. Beloved franchise mascot. We did it. I think we did something really important. Speaking here today. of beloved franchise mascots that need to be taken down a peg, they also announced Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. Because wow, that's a franchise I, that continues. Yeah, now I was interested to see while they were um, doing the presentation, they modeled all of the um, event areas after the actual venues in Rio. 
Yep, so I'm personally looking forward to watching Mario and Sonic steadfastly ignoring the favelas they have to drive through. I was saying it. I was reach the stadium. Yeah, they. You know, I wonder if they model any of the protesters are you know relocated and you know unhomed people from the demolished favelas. Or the unofficial death squads roaming around murdering street children. Yeah. I feel like if you're going for realism, and if they're going to take so much effort to, you know, faithfully recreate these venues. How about how about any of the booing? You think there'll be some mm. boos? You think they'll be like, I have no home, Sonic, please. Sonic's <laughs> like, sorry, gotta go fast. You know, I, I did not realize that they were doing the Olympics in Rio until, like, right now. This year. Video games, <laughs> they do teach us things. And, wow, that's going to be a shit show. It already yeah. is. What's, uh... I mean, Russia. They, good one, right? They've added a uh, a new event this year. They put rugby in. There is an honest-to-God Mario versus Sonic rugby game now. Hey, hey, Which, hey, you know what else there is that I'm super, super psyched for? Mm-hmm. Rhythmic Gymnastics. Oh yeah, they they did have a shot of um, tails. Was it Rosalina? They had tails doing it too, which was really right up my alley. He's got two yeah. tails, man. That's an unfair yeah. advantage. I know. Also, having Sonic in the Summer Olympics versus Mario, I feel I feel like he might cinch a lot of the track and field based competitions. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't really know what Mario's event is like. Outside of maybe shot put. Or hammer toss. There aren't a lot of Olympics or weightlifting yeah. where, uh, like heavy set portly men <laughs> are the body type you're going for. Well, if there's Goombas, there's always like high jump and long jump. Sonic can jump pretty high though. That's Sonic true. can, I, I would actually argue that Sonic jumps higher than Mario because a lot of his leaps involve like speed assisted boosts. Mario jumps frequently yeah. and he lands with a great deal of force. Knuckles has uh, an advantage for... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And, and Tails can fly, so I really <laughs> think that the long jump might be might be kind of... Yeah, I just think, out. like... There's, like, boxing and shit, though, right? In the Olympics? I'm assuming there is. There is, is boxing. They showed right. Bowser facing off against, I assume it was someone from the Sonic universe. I didn't recognize them. I haven't kept up with that rich cosmology. Oh, yes, all of the characters from the Sonic franchise. I, I literally just know. There are actually so many, though. That's the scary thing. There's one thing. called Silver, and I'm apparently just learning this. Okay, I thought there were, like, four. So there's Sonic, uh-huh. there's Tails, there's yep. Knuckles, yep. and Dr. Robotnik. Nope, there's also Amy Rose, the the pink. Is she a hedgehog as well? I think she's a... I, I, okay, I'm sort of familiar. On it, but I, I can tell you there is, like... There's enough Sonic characters to overfill a wiki. (laughs) You know what? The last Sonic game I played was Sonic 3 or Sonic & Knuckles? Whichever came later. I think Sonic & Knuckles came later. Sonic & Knuckles is probably the last one I played as well. But um, I I am familiar, thanks to the internet, that there is, in fact, a long-running Sonic the Hedgehog comic book series that is a... A thing, yep. and be dark as shit. It's also the one that the cartoon series was based off of. The one yeah, with Sally. they left out a lot of shit. Well, yeah. Uh, the no fun allowed one... sign. 
yeah, I had to look like at that where um, it came from. The robot. There's a story arc, and and I recommend you look these up because it's amazing. There's a story arc where, like, Sonic watches his entire hometown be firebombed by Robotnik, and a bunch of his friends die. Like, actually and, die? Like, actually die. Like, they burn to death in fire. Uh, there's another one where he has to tell a grieving widow buddy, bunny of her husband's valiant death in battle. Yep. And there's another one where he cuckolds tails. Just straight up cucks him. What? Old cucks him, even. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I'm, and I'm basing this off, like, the couple of panels that I saw isolated to highlight how insane this arc is, but it's like Sonic tearfully explaining to Tails that he hooked up with a girl Tails liked, and he doesn't really know why, but ultimately he thinks it's a good thing because Tails was too hung up on her, and, like, this will help him move on. Seriously? Keep in mind, this is not fan fiction. This is official Sonic merchandise. Wow, I didn't know that Sonic was such a bad friend. He's the shittiest friend, it turns out. The shittiest. Yeah, like that thing with the firebombing, apparently that happened because he was too arrogant to accept help from his friends. So, like, in any other thing where it would be, like, main character takes on too much and has to learn how to act, ask for help, it's like, oh, I ruined a bake sale or something. Sonic gets a bunch of people firebombed. To be fair, in the original Sonic games, he, like, looked like a dick and he constantly fucked over tails. It also only has, like, one eyeball. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's pissed off. Yeah. Super angry. So, there. Thanks, so, Sonic. So, I, I guess it's true. Sega does do what Nintendo don't in their, <laughs> as per their original marketing slogan. Their their mascot will cuckold his best friend and uh, loses most of his other friends in a vicious, unending, bloody war. While Mario's busy, I don't know, going go karting and, and racing carts. Yeah, I mean Sonic tried racing carts. It didn't go so well. That game is. What was the point? Why? Yeah. Why would you? Like, I mean, he has to go fast. They never actually mention in what like, way. It's like when they released the Flash Action Mobile for the Flash Action figure. It's like, yeah, let's make a car for the Flash. Maybe, well, maybe he just like, maybe he's tired. Yeah. Maybe he's tired. It, then he shouldn't be, like, going into battle. Like, if he just owned, like, a Civic, you know, for going grocery shopping, that's one thing. But it's like, you don't need your own special hero-mobile if your whole hero shtick is being faster than, like, any possible vehicle. Well, I mean, the I and cars... Wait, 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 wait. Sonic is his name and Speed is his game. Does that Toad have a mustache? Sorry, I'm looking over Devin's shoulder. Yes, and the Uncle Grippy. Toad. Grippy has a mustache. Yes. yes. He also has hair. I'm sorry. Which, that... Since he's a reptile, he doesn't grow, so he had to have those. He's not a reptile, he's an amphibian. Amphibian, yes. They, sorry. they still don't grow hair. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> it's not like amphibians grow hair know, and reptiles but, don't. But do, Spoon's don't. the owner of reptiles. I think he would know that a frog or a toad is not a reptile, it's an amphibian. So anyway, he had to have that implanted. Like, he went to a doctor and asked for, like, hair plugs or something. Just so... And, like, 
From like another species too? Like, like, like imagine that conversation. Oh it's like, hey, Mr. Grippy, what, what can we do for you? It's like, you know how I look not as much like a pedophile as I could? How can modern medical science fix that? He's like, I got you, fam. Sit down in this chair. Come into my office. Yeah, it's Close like... Close the door. go, Nintendo. I don't know. I think I think he looks like an uncle, so it works. I don't know what that says about your uncle. Uncles? Do not... Don't. Okay. We're don't. Not. Only. Don't. Don't. Don't you badmouth my uncle. I'm not. I don't know them. Exactly. You don't. You will not disparage them. I'll fight your uncle. Fuck your uncle. <laughs> Says the Australian who has no intentions of ever encountering my uncle. It makes it really easy to issue challenges to people and win by default. The entirety of Boston, perhaps. Yeah. Still waiting on you, Boston. Leukemia patients. Leukemia patients from Boston. All right, cool. Now that we have determined a bunch of things about Sonic, I I guess, that's nice. And the Olympics, also nice. I mean, it's nice that they are continuing this game series so that Sonic has something to do aside from, you know, have have a funny account. Pretending that Mario's a decent opponent in the Olympics? You That's know. his new job. He has to, like... Well, you know, Mario's busy having parties, Pretend to be shittier tennis. than he is to make the fat plumber who owns him look good. Essentially, yes. He you know, went from, like, mascot of a company to hype man for another mascot but you know, you know of it's, the rival company. It's really telling that Sonic actually has real enemies and, like, Mario fucking plays tennis with his... With his? Yeah. Yeah, because Mario chose diplomacy. I think there's a life lesson in here. Yeah. Sega does what Nintendo <laughs> don't, and that's lose terribly. <laughs> no, maybe. A little. I mean, Dreamcast was great, but failed. Anyways, that controller was hella backwards, though. So, yeah, that game, I don't really care about it. I just like bringing up the fact that they make Mario and Sonic characters compete with each other at the Olympics, and they are continuing to do so. So that's neat. It's hilarious. All right. And in a, sorry, I know that the next one apparently didn't show up on the European announcement because you didn't mention it. Bravely Second, the sequel to Bravely Default. I never uh, played yes. Bravely Default. But you know of it, yes? Yeah, I played it. Okay. Yeah, you have my copy, right? No, I bought my own copy. Oh, okay. I thought I... I know. You're right. You're correct. Sorry. Of course. Anyways, Bravely Second and Lair will launch on the Nintendo 3DS eShop on March 10th. Yay! That's what they said in the Nintendo Direct thing. The most important thing that you need to know about Bravely Second is that they are including a new class. And that new class is called the Catmancer. You know that... that makes perfect sense in the context of Bravely Default, so... Catmancer. It makes perfect sense. Now, as someone who hasn't played Bravely Default, I'm curious, is the Catmancer someone who has powers over cats? Like, is is it in the same way that a necromancer works their magic through the dead, like it's all skeleton summons? Are you summoning cats? Or... Is it more like elemental magic where you take existing cats and, like, bend them? 
I assumed it was like... Are you like cat bending? I'm assuming it's like a cat person who can also do magic. No! It no, because the... that's just racist, then. <laughs> that's just like, why couldn't you just be a mage? White mages don't have to be white. Black mages like, don't why have is, to be black. Why has there got to be a special name why did they call for them white just because they're that race? Why don't they call them heal mages and fucking elemental damage mages? Well, because elemental damage mage could also cover fire mages or ice mages or lightning mages or wind mages or any of the other elements. Then they mages. could be—they could just be wind, fire, ice, Captain Planet mages. They already are those kinds of ma- like elemental mage would be more like a group descriptor. Fine, I just think it's still racist. Okay, so explain the cat mancy. Cat mancing? Cat mancing. Cat mincing? Oh, now you're just being a homophobe. <laughs> cat mancers are the first description Spoon gave, essentially. They command cats to do their bidding. Okay, considering there's a class. But are they like summoning the cats, or do they have to, like, find cats? Like, they always not... have to carry a cat around with them? <laughs> that was not made clear to me. I'm going to assume they have a cat familiar. And they work their magic through this singular cat familiar, but it is also possible. I am not certain. Please do not quote me on this. I am not an authority on the mancing of cats in this universe or any universe, really. I've tried. It didn't work well. They won't wear the hats. Anyways, the and then the cat is the instrument in which their magic is performed. They make the cat fight using skills that they pick up from opponents. Essentially, the cat is the blue mage that they command. Okay. Still makes sense to me, because in Bravely Default, one of the classes is Banker, where you use the power of money to do things. Is it? I mean, that's got to be the ultimate class, right? That is the strongest class in the game, I assume. It better be. <laughs> no, it's, it's just actually like, like... I will conquer the world. I, I bought you out. It's... You, it's, you it's, have to all of your people work for me now. You know what? I never maximized it, um, but it's not even like a tangent thing. It's like one of the first classes you can get. Is do you throw run. money at them, or you, you can't really? throw money, or you buy. You actually small. like you can buy <laughs> things to it's kill like, them. Hero, you must challenge me in this cast. I hired an army. I just <laughs> I sent like. I found, like, 50 other heroes wandering around in town, and I gave them each, like, a couple of potions, so your shit's just wrecked now. Yeah. Oh, and your dark army? Yeah, I gave them, I employed them, and then I Yeah, them they're actually first. my dark army. Yeah. Not, like, you become the new villain in the game. It's an <laughs> alternate path. Yeah. Capitalism. The real winner slash loser I'm slash evil. I'm not certain. The most important thing is still catmancing. But yes, that's that's bravely default and this is bravely. It cat-mancing. would be even better. You could just like make the villain irrelevant. It's like I have my evil <laughs> castle. I built a castle three times that size and filled it with like four times the monsters you have. My castle is way better. Fuck <laughs> your castle. Like, but I'm doing evil shit castle. in here. Yeah, I've got more. <laughs> what about my giant evil crystal? I have like five of them. I hired a guy. His only job is to oversee the other guys I hired to polish those crystals. The <laughs> crystals don't even get dusty, but I still have those guys. Yeah, they literally cannot acquire dust, but I have still paid people to make sure they never do. Yeah. Just because I can. In fact, I hired so many people that I had to hire a guy just to manage those people. 
The real, has, the real power it, here it, is affluence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, okay. Um, if that is how the game works, I'm buying it today. No, it's just a standard RPG. That's, that's just, just disappointing. So the you, you just so there's nothing, and you're the good guy, and it's one of those. It's like one of those games where like you're like sickeningly good, and the bad side's like horribly bad, and there's no nuance. And, and yet just, you can play a banker. Well, you, what happens during the game Bravely is that you, default, brought to you by Citibank. <laughs> you encounter villains, and then after you beat them, you get their skills. So early in the game, you encounter an evil banker who's an asshole, and then you take his you power. You say banker. You don't need to get all redundant. <laughs> I think he was like... Did you say that you take his house? You take his skills. So you yeah. just mug him. You just mugged a wealthy affluent. You just mugged do? an affluent man. That's bankers. all you've done. You can also be a thief. Thieves it's a different bankers. class from the banker. But they both mug. You, they both involve money. And you can be a Valkyrie, a hunter, a white mage, a witch. I thought, I thought you said white man, and I'm like, so the banker. <laughs> no, a white mage, a witch, a monk, a black mage... I don't know why you can be both a witch and a black mage now. Anyway, not the point. Uh, like a like a temple girl. It's hard to explain. I didn't get all the characters because I never finished the game because I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing and I don't know why I have to grind so much. So I stopped because it was a lot of grinding for a oh, game. Oh, baby. Where I played as a, could have a character who was a banker. Why is that kitty so floppy? Not doing so good with the walkies. Catmancer! There, I got us back <laughs> on topic. Thank you, the magic of cat video. Okay, the point I was going to make is that it makes context. It makes sense in the context of the game. I don't. Why did you have to underscore the fact that I just got to say Catmancer a bunch? That's all I wanted. I don't care about anything else. I just wanted to say, this game, Catmancer, the end, end note, here, moving on. Now I can. Okay, move on. I'm totally getting there, eventually. Updates for Mario Maker. I don't really have much beside that. I like Mario Maker as a concept. I like the fact they're making it more complex with things like key doors and keys needed to progress so you can actually make people fight the bosses and stuff. Becomes It's a very interesting concept, and the idea also has some synergy with the Star Fox Guard idea because level building and sharing levels and competing other people's levels and what have you. I like that. I enjoy it. But now, here we move on to another Oh Japan game. You know it. I know it. Caroline's going to hear about it. Tokyo Mirage. Sharp, or hashtag, depending on your cultural nomenclature. F.E. The game where you play pop idols in Japan who summon characters from Fire Emblem to fight for them. You know what? I would totally play that. Oh, I'm totally going to buy it. I'm totally going to buy it. It's for the Wii U. Oh, I'm not going to buy it. I thought it was for the DS, and I was... No. I will come over and watch you play it. And play it I shall. There Spoon. you go. Spoon? Spoon's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what can you say about this game? I just said it. It's Shin Megami Tensai, also known as Persona. They're not exactly the same game. I just like to make my life easier and roll them into one category. Plus Fire Emblem. 
Fire Emblem characters are the summons that are traditionally what you play as or summon your personas in Persona. Or your Megami Tenseis and I don't actually know. I've not played. I've watched people play the game on Twitch. Shin Megami Tensei, I'm not personally familiar with it. I think it's Persona. I'm not certain where the split happened. I don't know how or why, and I'm afraid of going into the articles and reading because it's super confusing as it is. And Anyways, Pop Idols, Fire Emblem, super cool soundtrack by contemporary Japanese idols. Okay, I, I am a little bit confused now. I'm into it, though. I'm I've never really confused. understood what the idol system is, like the idol system in Japan. It's not a system so much as it is a cultural phenomenon. I thought there was like a system to it. Kind of, in that they're idolized. Attractive. It's kind of like if you applied the sports team mentality people have to like idols, where you like root for your favorite idol as they make their way up the rankings. And then uh, when they reach the top, they challenge the head idol in some kind of World so Series like battle. Wrestling? Yeah. And then... Um, Who gets the belt? Well, whoever survives. Do they fight to the death, do you think? Well, yeah. Yeah, there's no point otherwise. Yeah. Okay, cool. If you, if you, if you let if I mean, you this let game makes live, a lot more sense now. come back for revenge later. Yeah, I know. But usually that's what the best wrestling storylines have, is the fallen wrestler coming back for revenge in a new title bout. Yeah, and Japan loves wrestling, so they've actually watched a lot of those, so they know what happens, and they're not going to make those same mistakes. Hmm, I guess we'll have to buy the game and find out if this pans out. Or, I mean, we could just research it like the adults with internet connections, but I have video games to play, so never mind. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to buy the game, and I'll I'll report back with my findings of which idol reigns supreme. It looks like a mess, so you have fun with that. I will. Yeah. yeah, the game actually looks just terrible. I don't think so. I actually like it. I like the, mind you, I, and also you are anime trash, too. You don't get to take the high ground on this. Yeah, but I don't like JRPGs. Oh. Okay. And this one in particular, just, it looks, it does just look like a mess. Like, there was way too much going on on the screen at any one time. And I like it, but I had to introduce, I've also played Persona. And mm. it looks like it's mostly a Persona style battle system. And I actually enjoy the Persona battle system more than I, and I've never been a big JRPG player, so that's why. Also, I like how ridiculous it is. I want to summon Marth and have him fight for me. Yeah, that seems, yeah. Or Krom. I think it was Krom that was in the trailer, which is preferable. Krom. Marth is kind of an asshole. I want Lucina to come back and be like, Lucina, fuck that idol up. Fuck Lucina her up. dressed as Marth? Whichever. I like the mask that she wears. It's pretty cool. That is pretty she was cool. a better Marth than Marth was. I'm not a big fan of him. He was kind of a butt head. Butt head. I really kind of want to recruit Maribel. She's so floofy. <laughs> and then make her the war Valkyrie? Yes. Yes. Okay. And there is an... I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think of my... So... Yeah. It's, it's worth mentioning. I just brought up the entry for Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE, and it is a sharp because they're going with the musical theme. Not so. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE, and I'm saying the whole name to punish them, 
is set in modern-day Tokyo with real-life locations such as Shibuya and Harajuku being featured. Tokyo has become beset by attacks from an alternate dimension called the Idolosphere, with beings <laughs> known as mirages harvesting an energy called Performa from humans. <laughs> Go to jail! Go directly to jail. It's so JRPG! The story focuses on a group of young people who become allied with friendly mirages by chance and are recruited by Fortuna Entertainment. While outwardly a talent agency, Fortuna is dedicated to preventing invasions from the idolosphere. <laughs> this is a thing. This is a thing that people spent their lives creating. Not their entire lives, probably like a couple Their whole of lives. From the day they were born, they were locked in a dark room, and the only stimulus allowed to them was like anime and idol performances. And they were routinely shocked and beaten until they produced the script for this game. It's the only explanation for why... Beings from the idolosphere, known as mirages, are invading Shibuya to harvest performa from humans. You've never... All of those words are a real thing that they expect you to believe in. <laughs> I don't think they actually want you to actually believe in it. It's a, it's a JRPG. They Welcome. want you to get on board with that. They're JRPG. like, yeah, oh shit, our performa is getting stolen. I better... Leap into what I assume is battle and do something about this. Music. Music. Actually, to be fair, the music in Persona is fucking off the chain. I love it. I love it. I don't even care. I don't care how weeb it makes me. It's good. Anyways, I'm going to play it. And I'm going to enjoy every minute of it because I know it's making Spoon miserable. And I will watch Devin playing it. Yeah! I mean, and regular, and make, make comments. Miserable. So much it is, it is like just. Like, this is a thing that people would be a fan of, and, like, I. I don't know how to feel sad enough for them. Eh. It okay. It alright. It's it going to be okay, Spoon. Just don't think about it. Anyways, moving on before Spoon has an aneurysm. And I have to find a third person from Australia to fill out this podcast, which I'm not about doing. Do they have to be Australian? Yes. I don't know why. Reasons. Paper Mario Color Splash. They are making another Wii U Paper Mario. It, yes. Uh, um. Well, it looks like a Paper Mario game. It's... Yeah. Like very nice art, kind of a quirky humor style. Yeah. It has paint as its theme this time. That's all I got to say about it. Good? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't have feelings about the Paper Mario franchise. It really just makes me sad overall because it is the closest thing we will get. To Super Mario RPG, and I know that a lot of the time people are like, oh, rose-colored glasses and whatnot. I regularly go back and play through Super Mario RPG again. And it still holds up better than the Paper Mario entries. 
which are a spiritual successor trying so hard to recapture what it is that Paper Mar- that Super Mario RPG had. And it does, it just, it's, it's just like watching a robot try to understand how to love at the very, it gets really close though, it gets closer than I assume the robot does with the whole love thing. I, and I, I just can't really comment on it. I mean, I'm, I like them, but all they do is really just kind of make me sad and I want Gino and Mallow to come back. And use the beam with the stars. Pew! I want to fight that guy who wanted to marry Peach in his gigantic monstrous cake. Like, you mean every guy in the Mario universe? No, the I can't actually remember the name of the bearded guy whose castle you have to climb, who kicked Bowser, he kicked Bowser out of his castle and went to marry Peach. And then at the wedding, they had this big monstrous cake, and the, you had to fight the cake afterwards. I mean, honestly, that could be any other week in that Mushroom Kingdom. Like, Peach gets kidnapped a lot. The weird thing is, like, she might be kind of into it. I think she is. Because there's that weird thing where, like, Bowser kidnaps her at one point and tells Baby Bowser that she's Baby Bowser's mother and she doesn't deny it. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, she's, like, right there. And he's like, yeah, this is your mom. She's like, mm, I mean, I mean, Mario the gets 70s. cake, but, but Bowser gets cake. Yeah. Like, mm. you mm. know. Well, you know. To be fair, like, do you want to be with someone who has a kingdom or a plumber? Hey, hey. I'm not saying Peach made the wrong call. I'm just saying, like. She puts, she makes Mario go through a lot of work to ostensibly save her from her side piece. Like, how do we know she's actually being kidnapped? Like, maybe she's just super bored of governing the Mushroom Kingdom, and so Bowser comes by and, like, abducts her for a three-day weekend at his castle in the woods until Mario has to come and save her. And you're she's not, like, you're oh, yeah, I didn't get time to do all of that paperwork that was built up because I totally got kidnapped. You're not treading new ground in the in the in the theories that people have had regarding Princess Peach and her erstwhile proclivities regarding. Yeah, which I mean, really just goes to show like people know about this. Like there's enough evidence there, I would say. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe. Maybe one day we'll take a grim, dark turn, and suddenly Mario will have to tell a poor bunny widow that her, <laughs> her, her husband died Italian. holding <laughs> off a, a battalion of tanks. Yeah. And the is, Mushroom Kingdom will be ripped to shreds by the controversy surrounding her erstwhile tryst. Is, okay, I have a sort of related question. Is Daisy her sister or, like, her friend? Daisy's a princess from apparently another kingdom, I believe. So they're not related? No. So they gave, they gave Luigi his own princess. Okay, because I was, was like, that would be really weird. It's just a recolor. Of, it's just a recolor mm. of Peach. Yeah. And then now Rosalina exists, and so who goes after, who's, who's all about that? Does Mario get his own? Is it because, like, they've essentially been like, yeah, Bowser essentially, Peach and Bowser are an item. Mario now gets Rosalina. Problem solved. Yeah, that does solve a lot of problems. Yeah, maybe, maybe, hmm. Nintendo, could you, 
verify some information? Nintendo, we need some canonical updates here. Yoshi and Birdo are a thing, right? They're tennis partners, which ostensibly, ostensibly means. But then again, Mario and Luigi were tennis partners, weren't they? No, Luigi and Daisy was Mario and Peach. It was Bowser's tennis partner. It was Mario, it was Wario and Waluigi were tennis partners, but, you know, they're different. Hmm. The Mario universe is weird. Yep. Good, good talk, everybody. <laughs> uh, let me see. There's, I'm just trying to think of other Mario-related things. I think that's pretty much, no. There was, after Paper Mario, there was the mini Mario and Friends thing, which is... A downloadable, it's a free downloadable title that is coming out, but it is based around whichever amiibos you own. What? They are, if you've ever seen, have you ever seen like the Mario minis, the mini Marios versus Donkey Kong series of games? They were on the DS. I think so. They're essentially, they're kind of like Lemmings, the game Lemmings, which neither of you are too young to not know of. Okay, good. I don't know about Lemmings. Yeah. There, uh, there you guide automatons to a goal. And this is what the Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge is, except they are Amiibo Challenges based on whichever Amiibo you own. So there are Yoshi-specific challenges. There are Donkey Kong-specific challenges that you build your lemmings. You, you send your Amiibo, your lemming, to the end goal using their special Amiibo abilities and whatever set-building pieces you have. That's the best way to explain it. There, now we go. Yep, excellent. I did a good job. I'm the greatest. Cool? Yep. Cool. Speaking about the 3DS eShop, the virtual console update, this is a simple side note, which is neat, but also kind of a little shitty, because this is Nintendo proving that they always want you to buy the latest version of the same goddamn hardware. Virtual console update for the new Nintendo 3DS, XL version only. So the latest one that came out, just so we're clear, the Mm -hmm. one that has Amiibo support without having to buy the separate base station, that they have manufactured so your old 3DS still works with the Amiibos? No. The latest update allows you to play Super Nintendo games on your 3DS. Only the latest 3DS. The new 3DS. The new? Remember how... That's going to really come back and bite them when they come out with another one. Yeah. They've really kind of... 3DS themselves into a corner here. I feel like the next one will not have to will not be able to be the 3DS essentially. Yeah, I don't think they could. Gonna have to pick something new for that one. Yeah. 4DS. They will manipulate time, and then give me time to play all of these goddamn games somehow. I don't know. And speaking of other Nintendo infrastructure changes, I just want to get through all of these bullet points because a lot of them don't really have a lot of discussion points on it. Especially because you, Maloney, and Spoon, meaning you, you are both one person now to me. That's not... I didn't didn't agree to this. Okay, fine. Both of you non-Nintendo playing... Well, no, you both have 3DSs. Yeah. Fine, whatever. You Nintendo apathetic individuals, generally. Okay, is that good? Am I okay with that? Yeah, moving on. Okay, Okay, cool. There is the My Nintendo Platinum program now. It is takes over the it is taking the place of what was formerly known as Club Nintendo, a system where you gained points, sorry, coins for purchasing Nintendo titles, filling out surveys, and you could use those coins to exchange for physical prizes that would be shipped to you at the end of every membership period, so a year. 
and the amount of coins you had determined your membership level and determined what you would get. Like a rewards program. Yeah, it's very simple. They're using My Nintendo Platinum now, and more details will be coming out in April, I believe. Regardless, I like their rewards program. I have a cute little thing here. I have my Nintendo Holdy case that I got from them. I was sad to see it go. But it is ostensibly just a rewards program. A nice one. Like, a better one than... Well, nothing's better than the Subway Club card, but that doesn't exist anymore, so never mind. So many goddamn stamps. That's cool. I'm just falling into silence, thinking of all the subs I have not had. You know what? I think I've gone to Subway like ten times in my life. Well, you have had a traumatic Subway experience. <laughs> so it is fair. I used to get breakfast from there. Really? More work. Yeah. Well, bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, no, it's, I just, I've never been near a Subway during a breakfast period, so that's why it's... Oh, there was one in the food court right next to where I used to work. Oh, okay, that makes sense then, yeah. No, the closest I was was the Subway that was near the paintball place that I worked at, but it wasn't close enough, and I didn't work at an early enough time, or give myself enough time to make that a thing that would happen. Also, Subways have a very peculiar smell. That I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, they pump up. The fuck is up with your subways? Why are your subways all weird? Our subways are just like, you just get a sandwich. It ain't gotta be a thing. I mean, you get a sandwich, but they have a strange, peculiar, like... Bread smell. Not even the bread smell. It's a bread smell mixed with the, like, the sliced meats and what have you. And it has this very particular... Like, you can Google it. Subway smell. And, like, hopefully you won't just get, like, a bunch of New York subway pictures or something. But, like, the actual... There's no subway smell here. Well, Australia is the promised land. I think your subway is just fucked up. Like, they need to clean something. Maybe. I don't know. But I just know that it's a thing, and I know that it's something that I notice. Anyways, I'm sorry for bringing up the subway tangent. It's my fault. I am the worst. I don't want to talk about pocket card jockey because you didn't see it because it wasn't in your presentation, and it's solitaire and horse racing, the game. What? That sounds amazing. Well, I'm so, so thrilling. Thank you. It's made by Game Freak. Well, I'm glad they're doing something. Something that is in Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. And there's really not too much else that... Oh, wait, yes, there's something important. There is the new Monster Hunter thing, but I hate Monster Hunter, and you guys wouldn't care about it, right? Because the fuck. I don't care about it. Uh, the, It's... Interesting that they're continuing to push, um, like, so much Monster Hunter stuff. Like, it's just such a thing. It's weird because it makes all of your previous progress pointless. Like, six happened, seven happened, now it's like, oh yeah, I knew, or was it five and then six, and this one ostensibly is seven. Well, in Japan, it's Monster Hunter Cross, and now they're calling it Monster Hunter Generations. I know that uh, if you have Monster Hunter 4 save data, you unlock bonus stuff. Okay, so maybe it was... I don't even know anymore. I don't even... I don't know. I don't even know what things are called anymore. All I know is that it's... Monster Hunter is like... It's like an MMO where you don't get to keep your character at max level at the end. And you have to buy a new, brand new game. But it's the same game, but it's a new game. So I don't understand it. 
I, I, I don't see the particular appeal because it has all the same grindy elements. You have to go and fight the same monsters over and over again to get the things to craft the armor to fight the other monsters to do again and again and again. Well, this one's got online play as well. They all do, yes, but they're not pers- like there's that. Yes, you can do that together. Yes. But it's not an MMO because a new game burst starts at, comes out and you start at zero again. And they only essentially last for like a year. The last game came out like a year ago. Yeah, I think I do see the appeal in it. Like, cause I've played, um, I play a lot of Dragon's Dogma, which is a similar idea. And like, you're, you're fight, like, you're fighting giant monsters, which is usually fun. Okay. And, um, like, I, I can see the, if you like that grindy stuff, like some people actually do like the grinding thing. It's it's just relaxing. You find some giant monster, you kill it with a weapon three times your own size, you get its like ass cheeks or whatever that you use to make new <laughs> shoulder pauldrons. And then you go out and use your new ass pauldrons to kill a slightly larger monster. <laughs> and get slightly larger ass pauldrons. Yeah. Repeats, you know, to infinity. Huh. Well, when you put it that way, how could I not? Ass pauldrons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... The, the mental images of dimpled dragon <laughs> just sitting on your shoulder. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a, like they sit on that. Like the skin around there would have to be tough. I suppose so. It would be a scaly, dimpled ass cheek. Yeah. Good protection. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, you you raise a valid point while bringing dragon ass cheeks into the conversation. So really, it's a special skill of you up there. Uh, I'm the best at what I do. And what you do is not very nice. Exactly. Thanks, Wolverine. Okay, and... Well, Spoon, you... Sorry, moving on. I'm just moving on. I'm just moving on. I'm sorry. There's the ass pauldrons. Done. Boom. Monster Hunter Fred. Done. Boom. Going. Spoon, you like Dynasty Warriors, right? You've, we've talked about I it. I do. You've played it, right? Yes, it's the one I, you run around and you... I have a soft spot for Dynasty Warriors. Kill so many dudes. Just kill so all many the dudes. dudes. That's the dude-killing dude killing simulator. That is Dynasty Warriors. Right? It's like you versus the army. Ostensibly, you have your own army, but what you really have is you killing all the dudes. Well, the thing I like about Dynasty Warriors is that it's basically you going into the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms folklore and murdering everything in there with superpowers. Okay. So we're taking away the Romance of the Three Kingdoms folklore and we're replacing it with Legend of Zelda. Yeah. To get Hyrule Warriors Legends for the 3DS. It's the essentially the port of the Wii U version, which comes with Linkle. Linkle? The girl Link? Link? Yep, the one who has two mm. crossbows. Because, wait, what? Yep, whatever. If the Demon Hunter and Diablo can do it, fucking Linkle can do it. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. How do you reload? Doesn't matter. Boo, 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 boo. Also, Medley from Wind Waker is going to be in it. Wait, are if automatic... you do a, you have to do something special to unlock her. Though. Are automatic yes. crossbows a thing? I feel like they should have been invented. Where would you put uh, the clip, and how big would it have to be? I know China had a um, clip loading one. It was like a, you'd fire a bolt, 
and then there was a crank to re-rack the next one. Not they're not like full auto. They, I guess they'd be what semi-auto, bolt action, whatever you call they it. They would always be bolt action. <laughs> well, but they do work by bolts. I mean, I see what you did there. Uh, I'm just not gonna. Uh, okay, I'm actually. I'm, I no, I don't want to lean forward too far. Too. Uh, Devin's still too far away for me uh, to hit them. Uh, and I receive no comeuppance for my sins. Mm. Mm. You'll get your you'll get your comeuppance in, in time. the afterlife. In time. Speaking of <laughs> terrible, terrible things, I have nothing else to say about Hyrule Warriors Legends. Again, I'm just moving through the last few points. Speaking of terrible things, Metroid Prime has a 3DS game expansion thing concept coming out. I mean, ostensibly, I've used the word ostensibly a million times. This is, and this one's coming to the uh, 3DS as yeah. well. Yes, this is a 3DS game. Yeah. It's a Metroid game in name only, really. It's Metroid Prime Federation Force. Now, not- this one's interesting to me because... Um, I'm underwhelmed to the maximum extreme. I, I don't know. It's like it's a uh, what four player co-op shooter, basically. Yes, on the 3DS. Yeah. I mean, it would be fine if they were just like, yeah, it's Federation Force. Why does it have to yeah. be called Metroid? You don't play. Samus doesn't. What? I don't. Okay. Well, it's in the Metroid universe, and the idea behind the game is it's all the battles between the Federation and the Space Pirates. Uh huh. So, and Samus will show up in the game as, like, someone who's awesome doing important shit somewhere, and then you're, like, holding the line, basically. Oh, so I get why you like it. It's like ODST. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's basically why I like it. I mean, it's not going to be... It's not going to be anything like ODST. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to be anything like ODST. It's just, it's interesting when games take their universes and explore the more minor characters. It can be interesting. The, yeah, but the problem is these aren't minor characters. These are literally them going, shit, we need to create something in the Metroid universe. Because we really don't have a universe here. What happened to the bird people? I don't know. Fucking here's some space marines. Okay, cool. Fizzle the gameplay could marines. be interesting, though, because uh, you change your gear loadouts based on weight limits. So you can take, like all missiles or all repair capsules and be, like, a healer or super damage guy. Mm-hmm. It's Mechanically, it could be interested. Yes, it's the everything else that is mildly irritating to severely underwhelming. I'm not really sure where that scale sits, but both of those things. I have no opinion on this. Thank you. Just wanted to state that. That's okay. I think... I think I don't really have too, too much else to say in general in terms of what we're covering and whatnot. The only one thing that I have to say is that there's a new Kirby game coming out, and I love him because he is pink. You like pink? No, he's just a pink puffball, and he's cute, and I like, I like him. Kirby because Kirby is really awesome at what Kirby does. Which is being a parasite? Eating Kirby's sh- pretty cool. Nice. I wish everything I ate gave me superpowers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kirby's an aspirational figure. <sighs> I mean, you're not wrong, but... Like, if any time I came up to a problem in life, I could just eat it and then <laughs> gain all of that problem's strength that I could use <laughs> to hurt other problems. Joblessness. That would be great. 
<laughs> like I, I would love to like anytime somebody gets in my way, I just eat them and then become stronger for it immediately. <laughs> and you have a friend called Waddle D that nobody yeah. likes, but you're but he's cute, so it's okay. And your biggest enemy is a gigantic penguin with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. that all he, sounds amazing. Named sounds King Dedede. All right. And you have a super cool friend slash frenemy named Meta Knight, and he's like you, but like a knight. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty sick. Also, in terms of that announcement, there are Kirby Amiibo coming out. Kirby-specific yeah. Amiibo. Oh, that's actually something interesting about the new Kirby game. So this is Kirby and the planet Kirby, Kirby on planet Robobot. Which, you didn't need to throw that other bow in there, guys. Come on. What you, Robobot. Robobot. Stop it. Robobot. Anyway, uh, so... The big, one of the big changes is Kirby now gets to – like, robots have invaded Kirby's planet, and Kirby can now take their technology, and he has, like, a robot suit. In Kirby cultural appropriation fashion. Yeah, that he can also use to, like – like, if you come up to, like, a jumping puzzle where you have to jump over a big bunch of spikes or something, you can get in, like, your robot suit and just smash the spikes out of the way. Right. You're just fucking rad now. And your robot suit can also eat other things and change its properties as well, like yeah. Kirby can. But you can also take any amiibo and tap it to gain the powers of that amiibo. Or a random power. Some of them have specific powers. Some of them are just random. Yes. Like Mario will give you a fireball, which is fair. Which is specific to Does the Does Yoshi Mario. just make you better at eating things? Do you get like... I don't know. It should. Huh? Uh, Link gives you the sword. Yeah, which always looked cute because he always had the little hat and sword when he had yeah, the sword power. Hat. Yeah, Dowl. Kirby's so cute. I love him. He makes me happy. He flies on stars, and his games are whimsical and cute. No mm. heavy cultural war, burning friends, village, death. <laughs> Sonic. Is that the benchmark for everything now? I He's a goddamn blue hedgehog who likes chili dogs and wants to go fast. I can't. How do you Frank Miller that? Well, Very easily, apparently, apparently you do. Very okay, easily. not even how, but why? I... He was a stupid blue hedgehog that was super 90s because he had a bad attitude. And liked chili dogs. And loved chili dogs. And to be fair, chili dogs are incredible. There's nothing wrong with his love of chili dogs. There's something wrong with him cuckolding his best friend and that being a legitimate storyline. His best friend who was a two-tailed fox named Miles Tails Prower. He has a last name? He has a full name. His name Tails is just a nickname because he has two tails. Why do I know that? Wait, is Knuckles a nickname? Or no, is that his given name? I think his full name is <laughs> Knuckles the Echidna. <laughs> Because, you know. Mr. Echidna, <laughs> Well, it is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles the Echidna, Amy Rose, Miles Tails Prower, <laughs> uh, Ed the Cat, who doesn't look like a cat. I'm just trying to think of all of the. And Dr. Robotnik, who yeah. has the first name, but I forgot. Yeah. Dr. something Robotnik. He's Dr. Eggman now. They took what? Robotnik away. Why? 
because he started calling him Dr. Eggman, and now they just refer to him as Dr. Eggman. I don't know why. But he was like a robot builder. Yeah, I know. He was Dr. Robotnik, but it's easier to call him Eggman because he is round like an egg. <laughs> Eggs are not even especially round. No, he also has really long legs and arms generally in his appearances, so I don't... Maybe it's because he's bald? Yeah, that makes sense. But he has this giant beard. He has a mustache. Mustache, sorry. Yeah, no, he has a mustache, not a beard. Well, don't forget, his appearance has also changed. He used to be very squat. Yeah. And he did have an egg-shaped head, but that's when he was called Robotnik. Was he always called... Like, was he called... Is it one of the things where he was like Eggman in Japan and Robotnik... I don't West? believe so. That I do not know. I don't know about the the. I don't know if it's like a Street Fighter thing, which is really confusing when they make references to Street Fighter, but they haven't changed the characters' names. Mm. So I'm like, God damn! I never knew that fucking Vega was such an asshole. And Bison went down like a punk. I thought he was the big bad because they're all switched around. And Bal- Balrog is somebody else. They're all three of them. God, why do I know these stupid things? I don't know, but we we don't know anything about Sonic and Dr. Robot, Robotnik Eggman. Dr. Eggman Botnik. Yeah. Dr. Ribbity Robot. Robobot. Dr. Robobot. Robobonot. Robobonanik. Robobobonot. Maybe they changed the name because they thought it was too um, ethnically tinged in the wrong way. Japan was afraid of a name being too ethnic. No, but I mean, for American audiences, maybe they were like, maybe we shouldn't have an obviously, like, ethnic, like, ethnic name attached to this character. Uh, like an obviously Eastern European name. Uh, maybe? I can't think of anything. I actually don't really know what goes on behind the scenes at Sonic Team headquarters. They made Sonic the Werehog, so, you know... What the fuck do I know about their decision-making? Well, yeah, apparently. The thing is, I guess, yeah, cocaine does make a lot of things seem like a good idea. Case in point, the 80s. Yep, the, the so, 80s. So, uh, you're wondering how and why someone would Frank Miller something? The cocaine. 80s. Well, yes, also the 80s, but cocaine. Yeah, it didn't happen in the 80s, but for the sense, yeah, okay, the cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, and, and cocaine. by the way, I, I looked up the article that I originally read with all the insane Sonic shit. Uh, it is completely insane. Yeah, so, I've also read this article. Yeah, like, here's a panel where Sonic's hanging out in a graveyard talking to the graves of his friends, because they're, like, the only friends he has. It's where he comes to, like, hang out now, visit old buddies. He's a war, he's, yeah! He's a super- like, there's this, there's this scene of, like, him and Knuckles bonding in this cemetery after Knuckles comes in on a conversation he was having with the grave of Tommy Turtle. And this is all happening <laughs> with complete sincerity. Tommy. This is for you, Tommy. <laughs> Did he pour out a 40? He dumped, I mean, he'd like dumped some chili in the on the ground. ground <laughs> and he's like, Tommy, I normally gotta go fast, but for you. And he walks off really slowly. <laughs> Here's, Slow here's and steady, a, Tommy. There's a line from this last, the last panel on this page where Sonic and Knuckles are, are talking in the, in the graveyard. 
Why are you out here? It's not like you to be so morbid. I'm still (laughs) hurting over Tommy and Sir Connery. We don't usually lose so many so fast. It's not even saying, like, wow, someone died. That's rare. It's like, yeah, people die all the time. But this particular time, so many people died. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Here's a panel where Sonic... He's coming back to find his entire town has been bombed to the ground by an air fleet. And just this panel of him, like, speeding along. He's got, like, the thing where his legs are rings because he's yep. running so fast. Yep. And it's just this fleet of, like, it's Blitzkrieg style, you know, the Blitz of London. <laughs> airships raining hellfire down on this, like, and it's all the little idyllic straw huts. Except they've been blown to shit and they're on fire. And while Sonic has got his little leg things, his upper body is this, like, horrified, like, reaching out, wide-eyed, terrified stare. And he's just saying, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) As he comes to realize that his shit's just gone. All of his thing is gone. Uh, The artist probably drank, like, a lot. So much. So much. Yeah, because he's got to go funny, man. He's got to go fast. War is hell. Yeah, here's um, here's Sonic uh, trying to tell Bunny to stop Drink. cradling the corpse of her husband uh, or boyfriend or it's not clear. Uh, yeah. Husband's ever married in these in like? Well, they also generally aren't war veterans. Yeah, here's Sonic saying, uh, hey Elias, he's, uh, yeah, it's please respond, somebody, what happened? How's the commander? And then Sonic has to say, uh. He's, listen, you're in the clear now. You, you just get going. He made sure you could get away safely. Don't waste that. That line is delivered by Sonic, and the next line is him talking to a bunny character named Bunny. Of course. (laughs) It's just an anthropomorphic bunny girl character. Tears streaming down her face, and these guys are just cut to shit. They're covered in bruises and burn marks. And she's cradling this corpse that she is weeping over, saying, no, I'm not letting go. I won't let him go. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Sonic the Hedgehog. Good night, everybody. That's a, that's the wrap. That's a wrap. That's a, that's, that's a chili dog. That's, that's it. And oh, here's the incredible uh spoon, Sonic no. and Tails. Spoon. No, I think we've had a moment. spoon. No, we need to <laughs> Spoon, I the outro. The outro I is know going to play Fiona meant the world to you, and I also knew that she had no interest in you. What? I was hoping if we hooked up you'd move on. I didn't want to hurt you. But it was selfish of me, I guess. I was still hurting from breaking things off with Sally. Fiona was there. I went with it like I go with everything else. I just do. I've been a jerk to you, man. I didn't mean it, but that doesn't change the fact that I was. I'm truly sorry I hurt you, little bro. This is between Sonic and Tails. I'm not reading you like Is he using the words hooked up? Yeah. He's using... I'm directly quoting. I am reading from the page. I mean, I guess it could be worse. He could be like, yeah, I tapped that. Sorry, bro. Yeah, I mean, at least it's not using the inappropriate. Like, I mean, at least it's somewhat age appropriate. I don't. I can't. 
at least you can pretend that hook up could just mean something. No, no. Yeah, there's not a lot of room to pretend here, buddy. I slept with her. <laughs> I put my my my. Stuff you could in. take this whole exchange and place it in like any like any like romantic thing. movie or whatever. Dawson's Creek. I don't know. Yeah, this is some Dawson's Creek shit. I don't wanna wait. But that entire well, exchange was like. Over. <laughs> I knew she had no interest in you. I was hoping if we hooked up, you'd move on. That line is being said from a blue hedgehog <laughs> to a two-tailed fox. <laughs> and they're both like crying and like. They're, okay, Sonic <laughs> is a psychopath. First of all. People writing this. I mean, it's because we have a different idea of what Sonic is, I guess, and they just took it in a direction that we were not prepared to comprehend. Second of all, Tails is, like, younger than Sonic, right? Like, he's supposed to be a teenager, right? And Sonic is supposed to be older? You know what? I don't know what's canon anymore. I don't know. So, but I've always thought that Tails was significantly younger. So is this girl that he had a crush on younger, too? In which case, this makes it, like, ten times. We don't know. Maybe. Stop thinking about this. Please I mean, I'm not prepared to say Stop. that isn't what happened. Stop. Stop it. That's like my first thought, though. But, like, you know, like, Sonic sees Tails has his crush on this girl, and he's like, oh, that girl will never, like, go out with him. I'm going to step in, seduce her, even though she's underage. It would follow. I mean, there's another storyline where Sonic has to go back in time to change history to prevent, like, some horrible thing happening, but he also erases his own children from existence to do it. And then it's, like, him coming back forward in time to the future he presumably saved and just, like, cradling tales, weeping over the loss of his children and how much he wants them back. Cradling tales. Yeah, he's like, oh, tail. I didn't appreciate any of it, Tails. I want my kids back. I want my life back. And he's just, like, weeping in Tails' arms. And Tails isn't like, what the fuck, bro? No, Tails is sincerely touched by this moment. I... And, yeah, his apparently alternate future wife Sally is now married to Shadow instead. Oh, Shadow's part of this too, I guess. Been, uh, of course he is. Yeah. I They're forget all it's all canonical it. like with everything else that's happened. I don't understand anything anymore. It's it's incredible. This is Sonic the Hedgehog is the darkest fucking like the darkest time. A lot of people have thrown some shit at the new 52 and whatever, but no, man, you want darkest comic reboot of a series? Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what? This is... He goes back in time, erases his own children, and then travels back forward in time to cuck old tails. Sure. Okay, I want to know, but what happened when tails got cuckolded? Did he just accept it? Like, was he like, oh, I guess he did what's best for me, Sonic, or was he like, Fuck you, man. Well, this last panel has, like, Sonic kneeling down with a hand on Tails' shoulder as Tails is wiping tears away from his eyes. So, I I don't know, assume, presumably, they reconcile. Man, Tails deserves better. 
He deserves better. That's just it. I mean, even in the games, like my my brother always made me play as Tails when he played as Sonic, and he would fucking Honestly, leave me I behind. Think you got the better end of the deal, given what else has happened to Sonic. Yeah, in I, these comics. This makes me feel better, but even back then, I would be constantly left behind or drowned, or pushed into the abyss, which I can fly out of. So, I guess it sucks to be Sonic. I can just fly out yeah. of any situation. But yeah, Sonic has always been a total asshole to Tails. And mm-hmm. then we're done now, please. Yes. Can I please just... Welcome to Sonic Cast. Yeah, thanks. Outro music can go here. Actually, it's probably going to be edited to go in a lot sooner because this is too much. Like, in total podcast length and in the content we are covering, it is too much. I think this is important. The people need to know. Then you can open Sonic Cast, the Sonic Cast about Sonic, Sonic... The Hedgehog Cast. 